Good evening, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm Carol Ganawa, your Married for Life coach, and you are listening to One Flesh for Life. I hope everybody's doing well and you've been working on your homework assignment. These are just activities to help you to stay mentally and emotionally fit for your One Flesh marriage. So I hope you have enjoyed them and doing it on a daily or weekly basis, depending on the time that you have available to do it. And I hope you will. Today, I want to continue to focus on the first pillar, which is the mental and emotional pillar of your one flesh marriage. Remember, this pillar is also going to help you to avoid the first warning sign that your marriage is heading on a divorce. And that is your hobby and wife is need not being met. So this pillar The mental and emotional pillar will definitely help you spot this first warning sign. And to remind you of what I talked about last week, I have a little fairy tale that I want to tell you. And I know you're going to guess which story this is related to that you've probably heard it before. So listen carefully. I want you to hear it so you can tell me which story this is very, very similar to. All right, listen carefully. There were three little mice and a big bad cat. One day, there were three little mice bowls sitting in the faraway cottage by the lake. Each of the little mice had their own little house that they built to keep away from the owner's cat who would come pouncing at them when the owner, Mrs. Mulberry, was gone. Today, Mrs. Mulberry went into town to fetch some food for the house so that there will be enough for herself and her three little mice. So Lily, the big black cat, went looking for Penny, Daisy, and Dusty, the three little mice that she would always try to run after and try to catch them. This time she found a little pile of straw on the left corner of the house and she started to poke at it. Soon enough, Penny heard her poking at her little straw house and tried to run away. But Lily beat down on that straw house and found her. And she just laid there helplessly on the floor as Lily had her paw stuck on her. She couldn't do anything. So Lily left her and went off to go and find the other two. She licked her whiskers and started looking for another little mouse to prey on. She found a big pile of sticks under the chair. And of course, she started poking at it. And as she did, she started to see something behind those little sticks. Daisy ran as fast as she could away from her. And when she heard her, she grabbed some of those sticks and she just wiped them off the floor. Just as someone would wipe a cloth across the floor So did she. It was so easy for her. So 
Penny was not able to escape her at all. Nor was Daisy able to escape her from her stick, house of sticks. Finally, Lily got tired of mouse hunting and went to her bowl to get some food. While on her way, she saw a brick wall in front of her. She ran over, tried again to poke at it, but this time she could not because the brick was so hard it hurt her claws. So she went by and decided to go and get her food in her bowl for the rest of the day. She was not able to poke or mess with the brick wall. The brick wall was the house that Dusty had made and was hiding in it. And so Lily left it alone and went and laid down. The end. All right, guys. I know you know what story that is related to. How many of you remember the three little pigs and the big bad wolf? Of course you remember that. That's exactly what it's relating to. Do you know of the scriptures that this is related to as well? Have you looked in your instructional manual in Matthew chapter 7, 24 through 27? That's exactly what all this, all these three have in common. It depends on the house that they built. The three little pigs, the house of straws, bricks was knocked down by the big bad wolf. Same thing in this little fairy tale. The house of straw and sticks was torn apart and knocked down by little the big cat. The only house that was not broken into or torn down was the one that was built on solid bricks. And now you might be asking me, how does this relate to your one flesh marriage? We're talking about the mental and emotional pillar, remember? Your mind is a mental house for thoughts that come into your mind. And that feeds your mind. You can either feed your mind with healthy and positive thoughts. Or you can feed your mind with negative and very destructive thoughts. So your mind is like a mental house. It houses the thoughts that come in. And as a one flesh couple, you want to be able to build a strong mental house so that your mind will be strong enough to withstand the pressures of life that will come and try to destroy it. For example, if your mind is at peace right now, you want it to remain that way. You don't want it to be crumbled and crushed by the thought of suicide, the thought that you're going to lose your life, 
confusion, fear. Fear is not a good thought to have. It doesn't build up your mental health. It brings it down. Confusion is not a good mental thought to have because it it brings chaos in your mental house. Peace is a wonderful mental thought to house. It's very good because when we're at peace of mind, we can be honest with ourselves. When you're at peace with yourself, you feel good about yourself. You feel confident in yourself. And you're, you're going to want to do that. Just think about it. When is a time that you felt totally at peace with yourself? Didn't you also feel peace with others and how things are going on in your life? You see, when we're at peace with ourselves... It's very easy to be at peace with others. And the the one way, the only way we can have true peace with ourselves in our minds, that is total mental strength, which is having peace in ourselves, is when our minds is stayed upon the Lord. That's what I shared with you last week. He promised the flesh mature. That's the spirit of truth. That's the Holy Spirit. He promised that he will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon him. That's where your mental strength is going to come from. Having the mind of Christ. That's it. How do you build your mental house? Upon brick? Having the mind of Christ. How do you have the mind of Christ? Having your mind totally stayed upon Him. That's the order that you want your house, your mental house to be in. Having Jesus Christ as the foundational stone for your mental house. That means having your mind stayed upon the Lord. That is the brick that you want to have for your mental house, the mind of Christ. When you build your mind upon Jesus Christ, he promised that he will not allow anything to tear it down. Because when you build your mind upon the rock, Jesus Christ, he will allow you to withstand Lying thoughts that the devil might bring to your mind. When you're built upon the solid foundation. When your mind is grounded and rooted in the Lord. That means your mind is stayed upon him. That means your mind is stayed in the word. So when the devil brings lies to you. You will block them out. Because you have been grounded. And and you have been rooted. You've laid the foundation. In the rock, Jesus Christ. You hear what I'm saying? I hope you're getting this. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. Whenever I'm feeling a little bit down, 
like Satan is trying to bring thoughts to me about my hobby, who, as you all know, he's been away from me for a long time. Sometimes the enemy tries to bring thoughts to my head that it's never, never going to work out. What it is, whatever it is that you're believing God for, he, he keeps telling me it's not going to work out. But I'm reminded of the scripture where God spoke to me and God said to me, he will keep me in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon him. And so I remember that scripture and I immediately eliminate the thoughts that Satan is trying to bring to me to bring me down, to bring me depressed, and to bring me frustrated and disappointed, not only myself, but also in him. See, I have laid the foundation. I'm keeping my mind stayed on the Lord, which is the word of God, which is the rock. I'm building my mental house upon the rock, Jesus. That means I am cultivating the mind of Christ. What would Jesus think about my situation? That's what I want to think about. Jesus would think what his word says. His word says with man, it is impossible, but with him, it is possible. That's what his word says. So I build my thoughts about my situation on that rock. That with man, it might be impossible. It might be impossible for us to be together again. But in Christ, it is possible. Do you get what I'm saying? I hope you do. If you have any questions or comments or feedback, please feel free to share them with me. My number is 773-599-3271. And please don't forget, you never have to experience divorce ever again. God put the two of you together to be one flesh for life. God bless. Hi everyone, welcome back. I'm Carol Ganawa, your One Flesh for Life and Married for Life coach. I do not have any fleshes for you tonight because you have been getting a whole lot of information from me. So I don't want to overwhelm you. I do want to remind you though that One Flesh for Life is primarily devoted to helping first-time couples avoid divorce and live happily ever after with their one flesh spouse. But if you are not in your first marriage and you still want help, I can help you. I have put together a couples resource list that I can send to you right away if you give me your email. Just leave me your email and I'll be more than happy to send you this list. And I know that it will be able to help you. These ministries and organizations are here for you as well. Please contact them once you get that list from me. And my number, if you would like the list, is 773, area code 599-3271. That's area code 
3271. Thank you so much for listening to One Flesh for Life. God bless.